0: Hi everyone, it's Kensley. As many of you know, Alyssa and I started this podcast to tell the stories of those who don't get the chance to anymore. Getting the chance to tell your story is very important, regardless of what you've been through. That's why I am very excited to announce today's sponsor, BetterHelp. BetterHelp is a therapy platform that makes the task of finding the perfect therapist easy because it's online, it's remote. And by answering only a few short questions, BetterHelp will match you to a therapist in as little as a few days. Whether you're struggling with clinical mental health issues like depression or anxiety, or you're just a human going through a tough time, therapy can provide you with the right tools to approach life in a different way. You can chat with your therapist via video chat, phone call, or even through text message, making therapy extra convenient. And as an added bonus, if you use our link, betterhelp.com slash ugly truth, not only will you be supporting our podcast, but you will get 10% off your first month of therapy. That's BetterHelp, slash ugly truth for 10% off your first month of therapy.
1: Hi, I'm Kinsley. And I'm Alyssa.
0: And just a heads up, this is gonna be a little crazy of an episode because this case is just currently unfolding right. so
1: it is developing as we speak yeah probably. so mm-hmm. you might
0: get a couple random clips of me on my like like phone microphone while i'm editing this <laughs> being like hey here's an update but
1: <laughs> that's proof <laughs> of a good episode I think. yeah i mean we worked hard on it it's good yeah
0: um so on a late august morning in utah A 12-year-old boy, covered in open wounds, knocked at the door of a neighbor's house, asking for food and water. He had escaped a nearby home moments before by climbing out a window and running away with duct tape still on his ankles, police say. The boy was taken to hospital due to malnourishment and quote-unquote, deep lacerations from being tied up with rope, according to the arrest record.
1: Why is it always Utah? (laughs) (laughs) why is it always in utah
0: i mean i don't want to say always but i mean the ones you hear about (laughs) a lot of utah Jeez. so five other children were also found in the same house um and they were taken into care and ruby frankie a parenting influencer and mother of six was arrested she was charged with six counts of felony child abuse How did it come to this for a woman who imparted parenting advice to 2 million YouTube subscribers? You're listening to The Ugly Truth, and if you couldn't tell already, today we are covering the case of eight passengers.
1: Dude, I just want to say beforehand. I remember in like when they first started coming up on YouTube and the really? fir- like they their first ever controversies. I remember that very clearly. And I was like, oh my gosh, yeah, whatever. Like because you okay. they just didn't have much about it. And yeah. then it just started getting worse and worse. And I, I remember people covering them and being like, Eight passengers is the worst family vlogger you will ever watch. Like she's yeah. a, is she actually a terrible mother? Question right. mark. And now we're like Yeah, he (laughs) kind of
0: is. (laughs) And that's good. I'm glad you've heard about it because I like came into this knowing nothing other than like my TikTok for you page is like swarming with this stuff. So that's like, I got some stuff from there, but yeah. And as always, you know, this is just a very open discussion. And I think a lot of this will be discussing things and we'll probably get pretty mad knowing us, but so just feel free to jump in whenever, stop me, don't, I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) So to just get started a little bit. Ruby Frankie, in case you don't know, is a family vlogger who gained millions of followers while documenting her family's life in the suburb of Springville, Utah. But since 2020, which must have been those first things started coming out, fans have become more and more concerned about the Mormon family's strict parenting style. Now we'll get into a little background here. So Ruby and Kevin were married when Ruby was just 18, they met at BYU's meet and greet, and
1: I'm pretty sure it was BYU-I, Idaho. Oh, BYU-Idaho. Yep. If you guys didn't know, I used to live in Utah, so I know, <laughs> I know a decent she knows some amount things. about this in the culture there. It's really weird. <laughs> <laughs> and Kevin was
0: in the engineering program, and Ruby took some of the same classes he did, not because she wanted to be an engineer, but because she said she wanted to marry an engineer. So she just took extra hard classes. Oh girl. That's just a waste of money. I know. (laughs) That's all I can think of. Not not getting a degree in that. Waste of money. Uh, and then this is interesting. This I have not heard this anywhere. I just happened to find it. So Ruby once, when they were hanging out, held Kevin's hand under a blanket. And then on the other side, she was also holding another boy's hand (gasps) at the same time. (laughs) What? So I I got so much for that. But it just feels like a movie you're, like, watching. Yeah, so Kevin, like, notices it, and he storms out in anger once he notices. So, like, Ruby She's was She's in college?
1: Blurry. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This seems like middle school, you know? like Yeah, yeah. And I don't want
0: to, like, say anything offensive or anything, but, like, I feel like Mormon culture, from what I understand, it's very much, like... You just get married younger, and that's just, like, it's how it is. And so I feel like her being flirty kind of, like, matches that
1: a little it's bit. very, yeah. I mean, living there from my personal experience, what I experienced, it's yeah. very, very flirty. Like, it's oh, yeah. everybody's out trying to find their husband or wife.
0: Which, like, I feel that. I got married at 20, so. <laughs>
1: well, <laughs> not everybody is as <laughs> lucky as lucky <laughs> you
0: but regardless, uh, yeah, he was mad about that. And then he came back, however, the very next day as he realized he might never see her again and confessed to Ruby that he was serious about dating her. Ruby later realized that he had everything she had ever dreamed of, quote, except a full head of hair and drove his parents' car, but at least didn't have a car loan to pay for, end quote. <laughs> oh my
1: gosh. Rose did, what?
0: <laughs> yeah, got him there. I- what?
1: I don't It's even so know. mean. Yeah, you and you're saying that online too. That's so mean. Yeah, because I'm like this. It was like a direct quote, so it had to have been on YouTube uh, or something. This poor guy, so yeah. insecure about his baldness. Probably. I know, and
0: she just made it worse. Sad day. Hey, bald
1: people. I feel like bald people don't age though. Like they just like look <laughs> like think about Howie
0: Mandel, right? That man is Dude. like late 60s, wow. and I'm like, he's like 45. Like, <laughs> That's a
1: really good, really good point. So like the Rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's a really old. Um, <laughs> but he doesn't look like it. <laughs> Fair. He's also ripped, so that helps.
0: <laughs> Anyways. Very off topic. Like I said, this will be very discussion-filled. This will be a ranting so
1: episode. Maybe we'll put some more polls in here. Yeah, we'll do some polls. Um, how old
0: do you think The Rock looks? Ooh. Leave okay. that in the poll.
1: Yeah. We'll put, like, 45, um, 20. Yeah, yeah. Put a <laughs> <into somewhere.
0: laughs> So after one week of dating, the two met each other's parents, which, yeah, I can't imagine. Then after two weeks of dating, Ruby called home and told her parents that she was engaged to be married. (gasps) And her parents were just on board. They are like, yes, get it. Welcome
1: to Utah.
0: (laughs) And the two got married December 28th, 2000. Then they had their oldest daughter, Sherry, in 2003, Chad in 2005, Abby in 2007, Julie in 2009 and Russell in 2011. So they're just popping out kids every two years, it looks like. Dang. And then after Russell was born, Ruby suffered two miscarriages before giving birth to her youngest daughter, Eve, in 2013. So they still hit two years, even after some miscarriages. Wow. So they were very consistent. Hmm. And honestly, like... Not that I'm like in favor of Ruby, but like she snapped back quick. Like she looks good for having a bunch of kids. No, seriously. <laughs> she, she looks good for
1: having as many kids as she did yeah. and as quickly
0: as she had them as well. Yeah,
1: definitely. Jeez, that's what please. I, uh, I myself. Yeah, definitely.
0: <laughs> so Ruby and Kevin, this is also something I found very interesting. They initially lived in Idaho where they met and then they sold their house and moved to Utah. And the move was very hard, not just because they were moving, but because they were in debt. So, Ruby had a serious shopping addiction. Uh-oh. And along with other loans, probably from doing engineer classes and not even getting a degree in it. <laughs> um, they couldn't afford to buy a new house, so they rented a house in Utah. Until, Ooh. obviously, they made some money on YouTube and, I'm assuming, bought their house. So, now to the good stuff. Um... The allegations. (laughs) The good good stuff. I mean,
1: the interesting stuff.
0: (laughs) Not good. It's very bad. We do not support what
1: she did. I want to make that clear. We don't. (laughs) We don't. So in
0: 2020, eight passengers' viewers noticed signs of abuse in videos, but the videos just continued uploading. We'll get into some of those, like, signs in just a little bit. I wrote a bunch down. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Then in 2022, the uploads completely stopped. And then... Mm. Shortly after, the YouTube channel was deleted. But Ruby reappe- reappeared. This is where we enter Jodi Hildebrandt. Ew. So, <laughs> <laughs> Jodi Hildebrandt is the founder of Connections Classroom, which is basically a YouTube channel that gives parenting advice.
1: Not good parenting yeah, advice. Yeah, yeah, we'll get
0: into that too. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm about to get into it, actually. Jody, <laughs> I'm reading ahead, I'm like, mm, yeah, here it is. <laughs> so, Jodi has said many... Controversial things, just to name a couple, she said, "quote Trauma is a choice." Uh,
1: So (laughs) sorry, I couldn't hold it in. I couldn't. Yeah,
0: (laughs) I'm so sorry. Yeah, no, it's wild. Like I don't know. I've lost. Your dad
1: died when you were 12. Well, that's your fault. Like you choose to be you choose to be traumatized.
0: (laughs) And I'm like, go up to a World War like two veteran. Not that there's that many left, but any war vet, and be like, yeah. yeah. Anybody no. that's served
1: it. anywhere. Like yeah. any Someone with like that, severe PTSD. That's right. Like, that's just a choice. You dude. chose to you be You chose traumatized? to have a mental disorder. Oh my like, gosh. Yeah, you experience a really traumatic car accident. And then yeah. you choose to be traumatized. <laughs> you choose to like be traumatized after almost dying. That's your That's wrong. on you. <laughs> like oh, I I'm don't sorry, know. I can't help a laugh because it's so It's fu- just like, so crazy to me. It's like, so wrong. Yeah. It's funny. Like you can't even Ugh.
0: Yeah, and the problem is that like I've listened to a couple of her episodes and they're very long. So I was like sitting through, like banging my head against the table because I was times like, Yeah. <laughs> um, but she says stuff like this, almost like padded by things that almost make sense. <laughs> she sandwiches them. Yeah. It's a the
1: sandwich theory. Literally. So
0: it's like she says something like, Okay, yeah, like maybe, sure. And then she's like, Oh, but trauma is a choice. And I'm like, No. Like, and then she does something else. And I'm like,
1: I don't know. It could be right. It could be right. i I don't, know. Right. I don't, I don't know.
0: know. Yeah, but I'm like, it's still like, maybe not right. I don't know. Um, so another thing she said, and this is the one that just makes my blood boil that I'm sure many of you have heard. Um, I don't have a direct quote on this, so I'll just try and paraphrase. She basically said how having sex before marriage leads to sexual assault. Wow. And if you choose to, you know, take part in having sex before marriage, it's your fault if you get sexually assaulted. So she like blames the victim. Yeah.
1: Um. what (laughs) i yeah all the words were taken out of my mouth i don't know yeah um i
0: don't know and i don't know what her reasoning is but i i don't know if i'm trying to like reason slightly she made it seem like if you're having sex before marriage the people you're with could do this to you right oh because it's like the
1: people you're hanging around she's assuming yeah right
0: which okay yeah, but that doesn't make it not sexual assault, and that right. doesn't make it, it doesn't not, like that doesn't make it your fault. It doesn't negate the whole right. Yeah. And she was like, so, and she said, even if you say no in this hap- when this happens, you initially said yes, and you can't change your mind.
1: And so no, like, that's, uh... no, that's, no. All I could say is no. Yeah. Whatever her name, I can't even remember her name. Jody. I hate her so much. Yeah. <laughs> Jody. Dang it, Jody. Ugh okay. I have so many opinions about this. Also, yeah, that should be a poll. Whether they like the ranting episodes more, or if they like the episodes where we're a little more like little tame more and contained, that's <laughs> that should be a poll. That's valid, valid. Uh,
0: so I don't have much after this. Um but we'll kind of get into the arrest now. So okay, in case I didn't make this clear, Ruby joined Jody. In the connections page they also started a facebook page called moms of truth i believe posted a bunch them. of other like weird stuff in there too yeah, they
1: had, like a youtube channel right mm-hmm. yeah that was have...
0: connections classroom oh, youtube yeah. channel and then they also had like a facebook group that had like a significant amount of followers and they would answer people's questions which is just absolutely shocking to me anyways um the arrest happened on august 30th 2023 Uh, Ruby Frankie and Jody Hildebrandt were arrested after a 911 call was made that a 12-year-old boy climbed out of the window of a house and ran to the neighbors asking for food and water. The boy was covered in lacerations. He still had duct tape around his wrists and ankles, and it was clear that he had been detained for a while. If I can find the 911 call, I'll insert it right here so you guys can listen. (laughs) Um, So spoiler alert, that 12-year-old boy was Russell Frankie. The youngest boy of the Frankie family. And the house that he was staying at was Jody Hildebrand's. It wasn't his own house. And we still, unfortunately, don't know
1: why the kids were at Jody's house. Wasn't uh, Ruby at Jody's house too? Because uh, they were all staying there. Cause, maybe. Yeah. Because whatever, they're separated. Her and her mm-hmm. husband.
0: Yeah. So they got separated over a year ago. And it was like secret. So yeah, very well they could have all been staying there. Um interesting. It
1: was and just
0: weird. yeah, yeah. And the saddest part about it is that CPS, Child Protective Services had been called 15 times <gasps> before this to the same house and they had just left for various reasons. So like one of them was the neighbor called them was like, "Hey, all these little kids are running around in the middle of the street, like this doesn't seem safe." And then the cops get there and there's no kids in the street so they just leave. What? Yeah. And so and then there was another time where they Something was happening. Same thing. Cops show up. Don't see anything, but they don't ever, like, knock on the door or go inside. Times. Yeah, 15 times. Since, oh. I believe, August of 2020. So it's That been, is insane. Yeah, like, three years, 15 times, which is absolutely wild. And to think, like, if they had just walked in that first time, like, how much sooner this could have been resolved, you
1: know? Right. Like, these just kids walked would've... into the
0: house. Yeah, these
1: kids would have not had to go through yeah. all of these things that they're going through. And this is
0: very similar to me um, with... It's very similar to the Turpin family case yeah. that we've covered. Yeah. Um, just like how there were so many opportunities for the police to like s- stop something and they just right. didn't because it didn't seem like anything was going
1: on. So. Yeah. And people were speaking up and trying to protect the kids, but they couldn't because the people that are supposed to protect them didn't. Exactly. Which is so sad.
0: Yeah. So on August 30th as well, the day of the arrest, Sherry Frankie, Ruby's oldest daughter who is 20... She posted on her Instagram story, and it was a picture of the police cars basically pulled up next to the curb right by Jody's house. And the caption on the Instagram story just said, quote unquote, finally, with a period. Yeah. So it's clear that the oldest daughter was aware of the abuse. Yeah. Even while being away at college, she has made videos where she said she would dread coming home. The only person or thing she would want to see was her dog and her siblings. She didn't want to see her parents.
1: Yeah, she um, was very open and spoke yeah. out a lot about how terrible mm-hmm. her parents were.
0: Yeah, which has been great. Um, and we do know that the children were aware of the abuse. So, um, but so were the eight passengers viewers, as we brought up earlier. So here's just a few things that Ruby did that were like mm. red flag. Very push. first of all, and I'm sure many of you guys have seen clips of this on various social media platforms. So she took away Chad's bed for seven months. As a punishment, she said you can't have a bed anymore.
1: Oh my gosh. So I he just
0: slept on a beanbag chair in the living room for
1: 7 months. In the living room, like yeah. all
0: privacy and he was 17. Yeah.
1: Like he was the oldest I think in the house at the time. Mhm.
0: Yeah, so no is, no privacy.
1: Uh, and
0: the reason that he did the reason that he got in trouble was something so stupid. So stupid that I feel like most brothers would do. So he woke his little brother up who he shared a room with, Russell and was like get up we're going to disney world like told him he was going to disney world he gets up gets all excited packs his bag and he's like i'm just kidding we're not going so like i mean yeah it's kind of sad for russell but like i don't think it's worth losing a bedroom for like losing the rights to your own private space no um yeah so that was one thing so
1: sad and then it's Mm on on videotape and that CPS did nothing Mm -hmm. that's the thing it's just like okay
0: and i feel like they made jokes out out of it like ruby Frankie made jokes about it and was like, "Oh, I can't like show this because the camera's rolling," or "I can't yell at you because the camera's rolling." And it's like, "Okay, like, <laughs> like that doesn't seem right." Right.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, she also made Eve, which is the youngest one, who's now ten. She made her sleep on the bathroom floor after having an accident in bed when she was four.
1: I'm like, four? "You're four
0: year old. Yeah, you're gonna have accidents. Like, you're gonna pee
1: the bed. It's gonna happen." Oh, she my made gosh. her sleep on the bathroom floor. Not to mention. Like that's messed up, but not to mention the amount of germs and bacteria that you're making your kid like sleep, sleep in. on. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, it's so gross.
0: Um, she also used food as a form of punishment. She would like withhold it from them, so she would always tell her kids that they couldn't eat anything until they finished all of their chores. Um, and then when Eve, as well, when she was in preschool, forgot her lunch, she said. Well, I guess she'll just have to be hungry. I hope no one steps in and give her gives her food. Like she called the preschool teacher and was like, Could you and the preschool teacher was like, Could you bring food for Eve? Because she forgot her lunch. She's like, No, Eve is in charge of making her own lunch. I hope no one steps in and gives her any because I want her to learn that like
1: and I'm like, But your girl your child's in preschool. preschool. Like I How old are in preschool? Like
0: three and four?
1: Yeah. No. Four sure. and five?
0: Yeah. So
1: yeah. That's- um
0: Oh, it just makes me so angry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, she also took Santa away from her youngest two children. She just, like, told them that Santa wasn't coming, but he came for the rest of the kids. <gasps> that is terrible. Yeah. It's oh pretty sad. And uh, she also, this is, like, just a manipulation tactic. She would cry when her kids wanted to go hang out with their friends. So she would, like, cry and be like, why don't you want to hang out with me? And it's like and like specifically there's a video of chad who was like i'm gonna go hang out with friends and she's like crying and i don't know but oh yeah that's just a few of the many moments that are caught on camera and those are just the moments caught on camera right like, like
1: imagine if you have any sense of like i don't even know what it, what you would call it but like you have the ability to choose what you post online mm-hmm. so imagine going through a filter, like she has a filter of what she is okay with putting online. Yeah. Imagine what is not being shown because Mm -hmm. if that's what is through your filtered lens of what you're putting online, like imagine, I just can't imagine what.
0: Yeah, and that's like the saddest part for me. It's like the kids' lives were documented on camera for years and the signs of abuse How rude of that car to drive by. Uh, And the signs of abuse were, like, clearly there. So, like, imagining what goes on behind the camera is, like, heartbreaking to me.
1: Right. And clearly we are seeing now, obviously, with all the news coming out, what was happening. Yeah, what really was going on. Who's to say that it was at that point? Like, if somebody would have actually paid attention to this family Mm -hmm. in CPS three years ago, that we could have maybe avoided all of this. All could have changed. Absolutely. Um, So... Obviously,
0: Jody and Ruby were charged. Initially, they were both charged with two counts of intentional child abuse each. Uh, but Ruby's, as far as I know, I don't know about Jody's, but Ruby's has since gone up to six counts. Good. As it I'm should. Sure. <laughs> um, the first court hearing for the case was a couple of weeks ago, and Ruby appeared via Zoom. She appeared from the mental health ward of the prison. So but both her and Jody have been on suicide watch since being arrested. right
1: because I remember like as soon as they went to prison, it came out that they were in they were hospitalized, quote unquote mm-hmm. and nobody knew why, but everybody kind of assumed it was suicide watch because
0: yeah, were- so they were. And then during this hearing, Ruby, oh my gosh, makes me so mad. Ruby starts claiming that Russell, the 12 year old who had escaped from Jody's, um, was sexually assaulting his siblings and other kids as well. And there's nothing to back this up as far as I'm aware. So she said that since Russell allegedly did this, then the other children are also like at risk for doing this and like that other children are in danger because of them. But yeah, there's no proof for that and I think it was just her way of I don't know what she was trying to do. Like right. regardless of what he was doing, you're abusing your kids. So
1: Right. And if a child was doing it, it comes from abuse at the top, like at yeah, the head of the house. Exactly. No child Ever. Will ever does just that. do that yeah unless it is happening to them mm-hmm. from ahead of the household or there's some other influence there because it, it's a yeah. child A child doesn't know how to do that yeah and like a 12 year old like he just turned 12 so think about like there's more than 12 yeah there's it just it has to be introduced at a different mm-hmm. source for a child to even consider that definitely you know, like, so yeah that's just
0: hmm and so also gross. during this first hearing the lawyer basically said that since Jody had a different judge, they were assigned to different judges, and Ruby had a different one. They wanted to transfer Ruby to the same judge as Jody so that they'd be sentenced the same, like they would get the same punishment, basically. And so since then, they are currently being held with no bond. But that trial ended because they were like it's adjourned for whatever day. And then we'll get into what just happened this past Monday. Right. Um, but everyone was wondering about Kevin Frankie. What about him? He has not been arrested, but it is just coming out now. Like, we said that he and Ruby have been secretly separated for over a year, about 13 months. Um, But Kevin
1: has came out and defended Ruby so far. Ugh. This makes me so mad. I was ready for you to touch on this because this is where I get heated. (laughs) I get heated about this part. Yeah, so it's still, like, technically
0: unknown if he was involved in the abuse or not. But, like, if you're defending... Yeah, if you're defending your wife makes it.
1: I just okay, first off, so he's like he claims his lawyer speaking for him a lot recently. And he, yeah. his lawyer claims that he had no idea that this abuse was happening. Mm-hmm. His lawyer also exposed that Ruby Frankie knew she was getting arrested. And that like, I don't know if you've seen that interview, but his lawyer his has said on like an interview mm-hmm. that Ruby called him before she got arrested saying that she did something really bad and she's about to get re- arrested. Oh my god! She called him and, like, told him that. And he, so he knew ahead of time, before this even hit the media, that he, his, uh, like, current wife is going to get arrested. And he knew all this. And he knew that his wife had to put his kids in a place that was, like, really weird. Mm. And he did nothing about it. He just sat there and let it happen. It was like, she decided to take all the kids. And you're like, you're not going to fight her for the kids? Right. And I'm like, first off, all the stuff in 2020, he was around for. So you can't claim that you didn't know any abuse wasn't happening because you were present during most of the filmed abuse. So he may not have been involved in the stuff that happened the most recent, but still not a fan.
0: Yeah, I don't love that. Because I feel like knowing about it and not doing anything about it is – almost just as bad as taking part in it right um yeah so i have not seen
1: yeah the that interview with his lawyer is crazy his lawyer exposes like and is tr- he's trying to defend him and be like oh well he didn't know and ruby called him beforehand and he's like but you're like you loop back to ruby knew she was getting arrested and called him well wow. like it's just weird it's yeah it's a it's worth a good watch Um, yeah definitely there's also an interview out i don't know if you've seen this one either i've been really invested in (laughs) (laughs) there's also an interview out that is from jody's niece okay i did see that did you see that that Mm -hmm. was crazy it claims basically that jody is truthfully a a very abusive woman Mm -hmm. and a claim up came up with all these tactics and would try to pull women under her wing to get them to do the same thing
0: yeah and I don't want to say it wasn't happening before Jody, but I feel like as soon as Jody came into the picture,
1: when got things weird. got worse. It,
0: yeah. yeah,
1: it's when it got really, really bad.
0: Yeah, because I think obviously we've seen before Jody's time, we've seen um, like eight passengers videos that have been like, okay, that's like could be considered abuse. Like what you're right. doing is like an abusive tactic or whatever, but I don't, I, I can't speak. It's This is totally speculation, but in my mind, I feel like, the tying your kids to the floor and like all this stuff started right. after Jody, right um yeah anyways <laughs> um, so the most recent court case or court hearing was September 18th this past Monday since when we're posting this this past Monday uh Sherry Frankie was seen with her lawyer walking into the courthouse um she has not made comments to anyone but that was basically the custody hearing and as far as I know, I just did a Google search as we're sitting here to see if anything's come out, but nothing has been publicly released yet. And the judge was even considering making it private for a while, just because of right. how like prevalent
1: it is in the media, anyway. Because um, yeah, you yeah. don't want any of that to get exposed and then ruin the the in, the like, system investigation. And, yeah, right? exactly. And we don't. And you know, we're both. I'm studying social work, like. Mm-hmm. And, so much so <laughs> so, you know, so like both of us are studying this and we yeah. wanted to do stuff with protective child protective services so it's like you have to protect the ch- children at the end of the day yeah absolutely and I think with it being such a public case it makes it very difficult to protect the children because mm-hmm. everybody wants to get involved and give their two cents about how they think it's best to protect the kids but mm-hmm. um, yeah we don't really know like obviously I don't think that they should go back with his name's Kevin, Kevin. yeah I don't think they should go back with Kevin I yeah, think I agree that he is not suited to be with the kids because clearly he mm-hmm. w- didn't protect them. Like if he right. wanted to protect them, that he could have.
0: Yeah, and hopefully, like the jury and the judge, like see through that because it's just wild. Like I don't know, right? Um. So yeah, Sherry Frankie has not made any comments to anyone. I did reach out to her to see if she would even make a written statement, but have not gotten a response, which. I wasn't expecting one. Yeah. thought I'd reach out. Didn't she make... She made the really big Google document, didn't she? Mm-hmm. So she made a Google document basically to start backing up this case because she wanted anyone's videos that they had saved on their phones that since the Eight Passengers YouTube channel is now deleted, um, she basically was like, send me everything that you guys have that could be used against her or against Ruby." And so, yeah, it's been... Yeah, it's a great resource if you're interested in all the nitty-gritty details about right this and it's case. very well organized yeah it is there's a ton of videos in there so that's where i got a lot of my um abuse tactic points right um so that was that was the end of the episode i had originally had written right <laughs> then monday happens <laughs> yeah and it would have been a really good episode either way and I yeah, have right, more right, to even talk about um yeah i don't have that much more Some of it's speculation, so I should probably, like, go ahead and just make that clear. But, okay, since what I had last written down, we've gotten some more info about Jody and Ruby. And Ruby's cellmate came forward.
1: What? (laughs) Oh, my gosh.
0: How how have I not heard of this? (laughs) So Ruby's cellmate came forward and said that Ruby was, like, hyper-concerned about Russell being around the other kids, um, which was, you know... But This is before we found out about the sexual assault allegations she made about him. Right. Um, but Ruby was also constantly asking about Jody and, like, wanting to see her. Uh, at this point, Jody has said nothing and talked Weird. to hardly anyone. So Ruby's cellmate interacted with Jody one time. I don't know how this happened, but apparently they had a short interaction. And she was just like, hey, what are you in for? to Jody and Jody said, "quote, I'd rather not say." end quote. Um and when the cellmate returned to where Ruby was, Ruby asked over and over like what did Jody say about me? And like she kept asking how Jody was doing.
1: Ooh. And
0: yeah. And this is <laughs> shocking to me, but Ruby is still confused as to why she and Jody can't share a cell or speak to each other.
1: And what? Makes, <laughs> and I don't know, that
0: makes me almost think and there's been some speculation about possible, you know, mental disorders that these two ladies have. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll get into that. Um, yeah. But it makes me think she just doesn't understand the weight of what's going on. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know if she realizes that she's most likely, like, you know, getting out in a very long time or just not getting out. Right. Like, especially someone that public. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so the speculation and i'll make that very clear that this is speculation i am no not <laughs> i'm not a psychologist i have not heard a doctor say this right uh, but the speculation is that ruby is most likely a sociopath or shows sociopathic tendencies uh it's because of the way like she can feel real things um but it's just like a weirder version of that and if you don't know what socio- sociopathy and like psychopathy are very different. So Jody is the one that is being, I guess, pinned as the possible psychopath. And psychopaths don't really feel emotions, basically. No. It's like Ted Bundy. Right. <laughs> they don't really feel emotions, but they're really good at faking emotions. Yeah. So it's like how Ted Bundy like got away as many times as he did by
1: talking to the yeah. media. and Because they pick up on what a normal person would be feeling right so they like they don't feel they
0: tap into that and they basically just become as normal as they can um but yeah basically they have no concern for other people it's very much about them versus a sociopath which is what ruby might be um they do feel real emotions but it's just like a diluted version of real emotions i would say um yeah. So that's why I'm like, oh, maybe she doesn't understand what's going on because she like her emotions like can't track that. Like it just doesn't make sense to her because she thinks it's like chill, I guess.
1: <laughs> right. She's like, "Oh, I'll, I'll just be out next week." And yeah. you're like, "Um, oh, no, honey, you're probably going to be there the forever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's very it's scary because it's like mm-hmm. there's a good chance that the reason that these women have done what they've done to their children is because of they had abuse in their families, and yeah. so this is normal to them. And now mm-hmm. it's coming out, and they are like, well, wait, this is what I grew up with, so I thought it was normal. Yeah. Which doesn't make it normal. Right. But it could help kind of decipher where these illness, these mental illnesses could have stemmed from. Yeah, because definitely. Because no sane human will, tr- will do this to their children. Mm-hmm. So it definitely probably stems from some sort of mental health crisis oh, yeah. of some kind. Oh, and yeah. the fact that they were both put on suicide watch could be a, a way of them – because if you are a psychopath, you're going to do that to try to get out of, mm-hmm. like, you know. You're going to, like, you know, you're gonna become
0: d- mentally ill. You're going to, like, play you're, that part. Yeah, you're going to be like, oh, I'm,
1: I'm suicidal, it. so that you can make yourself look better and get out of the situation you're in, because mm-hmm. it's, that's what psychopaths do. Yeah. They're, it's very yeah. scary.
0: Definitely. Um. So this, I only have a couple points left before this episode's over, but. Uh, this is stuff I literally just added yesterday <laughs> because I just found out about it. Right. So um, there were search warrants taken out on Jody's house. Obviously, after this whole thing, when they found the kids, um, they found that there was a safe room in her house Ooh. that she was
1: possibly hiding the kids in. That's a Mormon thing. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. That does. I hope this doesn't come off rude, but it is because a big thing in the culture of Mormonism. At least in Utah is that the end of the world's coming and you have to have a safe house. Mm, okay, that makes
0: sense. Yeah. Um, maybe it is, maybe we're all wrong. <laughs> yeah, maybe yeah. Um, um and it was also discovered that Jody was using cayenne pepper and honey to dress the children's wounds. <gasps> Ow. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, where did you think that was? Ow. good? and like maybe I know honey has like healing properties or but whatever, like, but like cayenne and pepper that
1: and just makes it worse. Like I think it's just burning your children because it yeah. literally burns your skin. Yeah, literally. Um, anyway, so
0: yeah, um, <laughs> those search warrants also led to the discovery that Ruby Frankie was leaving three of her children in Jody's care, um, like full time. What? Only three of them, though, which I'm like, okay, so, we know the younger two were there. We know even Russell. Oh, no.
1: Which makes so me think. Sad.
0: Yeah, and Chad just turned 18, like, as this is all happening. So wow. maybe he's not involved. I'm assuming it's one of the younger, the other younger girls, but we don't know who they are as of now, or who that third one is, at least. Um, And we know that Russell escaped out of the house with wounds, but it turns out that the wounds were from rope that was used to tie him to the ground. And Jody was the one who tied them up. Ugh. So yeah, that's what I, I have. Just, <laughs> it just
1: makes me want to throw up. That's so Absolutely. gross.
0: It's I like just, mm. uh. I can't imagine. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like same choices. reaction. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I don't know. To even like remotely try and put myself in the kid's shoes, it's like one. Our mom is already doing things that aren't normal. Like she's taking away bedrooms as punishment.
1: Right. Like, all and these different things. I wonder if they knew if it was not normal as soon as it was happening or until they were online and they were like, whoa, maybe this isn't – or, like, their friends are yeah. trying to reach out. Well,
0: I know they were taken out of public school. Oh. And were brought into, like, homeschooling a few years ago. Maybe this is when all the allegations first started, like, with the channel, and they were like, we don't want to put you through that. Right. Or something. But I'm like, I feel like they would have known. Sherry has been, like, very open about, like, I knew as soon as I got to college that this is not normal and this is not how a family, right. like, is supposed to be. Um, so that in itself, like, you know this isn't right. And then to be like, oh, your parents are separating. Your mom is joining this really weird cultish YouTube channel. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then you're going to stay with her co-worker, basically, or her, like, partner in this YouTube channel. Yeah. Um, and then that Jody is the one that's tying them up. Like, right. what is going through your mind? Like, it's not even my own mother anymore. It's someone else. I definitely, yeah.
1: Oh, I just, I feel like the amount of counseling you'd have to go through to undo the mm-hmm. thought processes that they, they have yeah. as children is so sad. Mm-hmm. And if the allegations are true about um, Russell, like that, it doesn't, it's not just a kid just does that. Like, they, right. it's not a natural instinct of a child like that is that comes from someone in the household above them definitely that has caused that Mm -hmm. and so yeah and it's just i feel like jody truly is a psychopath like yeah it all stems from her yeah that's what i feel like like i don't know it just feels it feels creepy Mm and weird
0: yeah and i don't know child abuse is like a thing that's very close to my heart not because of anything i've been through but just like knowing people and like just like with what i want to do like i would love to work with kids and like in the foster care system and like all these different kids that have been like given this life that they didn't deserve and like and the hardest thing to swallow for me is like okay yeah this happened with these six kids and it's absolutely awful And that was people that were constantly documenting their lives online. So think about all the families around the world right now, like, that their kids are going through the same thing that no one's going to see. And so, yeah, like, it's just, it's such a heartbreaking case. And I know we've, like, definitely, like, laughed about it because some of it is just, like, absolutely ridiculous. Like, because trauma is your choice, but. yeah, uh, what? Yeah, but it, like, at the heart of it, it really is, like, such a big deal. and.
1: And it's, it's yeah. kind of, it's ironic because both of us are going into
0: that yeah. field of work.
1: It's yeah, very ironic. ironic. Um, but it's disgusting. Yeah. So if, this is your wake-up call. If you see something weird, maybe do a little investigation. Or just report it. Or, like, yeah, nothing's just, wrong with doing that.
0: And then hopefully CPS checks it out and, like, actually checks it out like they should be doing. Right.
1: Um, if, if you see yeah. a kid that is malnourished or is just, something feels weird in your gut, just... Just trust your gut. Trust your gut. Most so. of the time, it'll lead you in the right direction. Yes.
0: Sometimes. Definitely. Uh, yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Hopefully in a situation like this. Yeah. Hopefully,
1: hopefully in this one.
0: Um. Yeah. But thank you guys for listening. Anyways, I know this is a longer episode. Yes.
1: Let us know if you like <laughs> the ranting episodes, like yeah, where we kind of go on tangents. Definitely. Let us know. Um. Maybe we'll put a poll on <laughs> yeah. Rock. We can or... do a couple polls
0: yeah. on Spotify. I know most of you listen on Apple Podcasts, so you can comment on our Instagram. Oh, bougie. or. bougie. I do I know. not have Apple
1: Podcasts. <laughs> I use Spotify. I'm a Spotify girly. Same. But, yeah, you know, sorry, Apple Podcasts, it's free. We're it's broke. Cool. We don't <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: But, yeah. No. So, wherever you're listening, you can always comment on our Instagram. Send us a DM, email, whatever. Um, if you or someone you know is struggling, please reach out to someone that can help. 911 is always an option. Yeah. CPS is always an option. Yeah. Also, um, our newest sponsor of this video is better help so if you're looking for a therapy platform that is extra affordable and easy to find a quality therapist you can sign up using our link which is betterhelp.com ugly truth and you'll hear the ad at the beginning of this episode um but yeah that'll get you 10 off your first month of therapy so yeah. i super encourage all of you guys to do it Alyssa and i are doing it right now so
1: yeah we're there with you guys it's, <laughs> it's super helpful even if you feel like you're in a really good spot you know everybody it's always good to talk to someone to talk to someone. yeah and they have so much for like they have so much um options so of many what options. you yeah. you prefer as a person because mm-hmm. not everybody likes the same type of therapy yeah or definitely the same type of person
0: so mm-hmm. yeah. absolutely um so there's that and then as always you can follow us on instagram at pod dot the ugly truth forgetting her handle for a second no, it's okay you can send us an email as well at pod dot the ugly truth um we also have a phone number if you guys want to like text us send me a voicemail maybe someday we'll like react to those on here <sighs> that would be um i'll link that below because i don't even know it off the top of my head um and yeah
1: oh, we'll be back we next should also week. do a poll about who they who they like better me or jason <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry we can cut that out of i the thought concept. you're gonna say me or you I was no like, they all love you more. but like <laughs> me or jason I hope so many me. of you have
0: heard the episodes with my husband jason yeah just like Leave a comment below. We'll maybe do a poll about it.
1: Do you like Alyssa or Jason more? Um, definitely. Or we could do an episode, all three of us, and yeah. then just like me and Jason will hash it out. Yeah. I like it. Good plan. <laughs> we'll, we'll,
0: <laughs> let me know if you want something like that in the future.
1: Ooh, um, so definitely yeah. a ranting episode. Sorry, guys.
0: I'm <laughs> about it. So thank you guys so much for listening, and we will be back next week with another hopefully crazy case. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> so thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.